On behalf of a wholeness podcast and the Yoga Barber, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians on the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gunai Kurnai Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. Welcome to a wholeness podcast. A healthy home for hair professionals and our clients. I'm your host, Fliss Downs, aka The Yoga Barber. Come on in. Hey, hey, beautiful beings, how are you going? Welcome back to another episode with the three-part series of my friend Via Fenua. And you might be hearing some little funny sounds in the background. It's because here in Bensdale right now, it is pouting down with rain and a little bit of a thunderstorm's coming our way. So you might even enjoy the sound of the rain in the background. Who knows? But on today's episode, Via and I talk more about the relationships we have with social media and also the relationships we build on social media. Now, Via actually called this digital relationships and mentorships and I thought that was such an amazing way to describe the connections that we build online over Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of these different social media platforms. We ended our conversation talking about how we are perceived on social media and how we wish to portray ourselves as well. So we dived a little bit more into that and also talked a bit more about mental health and collaboration and how we can live to the best that we can be in any given moment. We also dipped into a little bit about bullying and how your light can be dampened within this industry. And also we talked about how we treat each other and how we treat our clients. So a little bit of a roundup of it all. And basically we ended it talking about intentions and creating and building opportunities for ourselves and putting our energy out there and where we want that energy to go and showcasing our passions. So a nice roundup episode for you today. I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did chatting to Via back in January 2021. So here goes. I, I'm in control. Yeah. Like I can share what I want to share. I can hide what I want to hide. It doesn't matter to me anymore. It's about social media and control. You talking back about being in control again. Yeah. And like you have to control what you want to be putting out there. I feel I was struggling with the fact that I felt if I did anything, I was hiding it. But then it got to a point, no, this medium is to showcase mm. how to highlight the things that you like about what you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it can highlight about the things that you don't like. Yeah. Like it's, it's up to yourself how you want to portray it. And I don't think you're cheating yourself any way you're portraying it because at the end of the day, it's how you feel or want to be portrayed. A lot of people are like, oh, that's fake. You got to think of it as social media. It's like yeah. that's a snippet of someone's life. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's all of them. Some people can show all of them and that's all they are. And that's great. Yeah. Whether it's positive or negative, I think yeah. that's fine. Definitely. And, and some people will just give you snippets of them. And I've just got to a point where... I don't know if I'm just getting old, but I share what I want to share for people that want to come down the road that I'm going down. Yeah. 
and you said it's like having that mentor having that coach i want to project what i do that i think that would help someone that wants to be in my position do yeah. Mm-hmm. you know and i get that constant I, I get at least one new person a week asking me questions yeah like yourself there's a lot of people that i haven't worked with that i i've built like digital friendships over well we're not digital we're, we're met in person yeah, yeah but there's some people that i haven't met that have been these digital relationships and mentorships has made me grow a lot has made me get more get more confidence on what i want to share and i think that's like you were saying earlier it's like you've been hiding that leader in you mm. and when you do that you don't give yourself the opportunity to mentor someone some people oh, okay oh, you need to be mentored before you no sometimes you need to mentor to understand yeah. how to be mentored. Yeah. yeah like i was i was lucky enough that i had so many good mentors in this industry yeah and i still used them to my advantage it's not in the negative sense but in the real positive sense mm-hmm. and that's the hardest part is having someone willing to share their journey with you yeah it's, it's easier when you know someone to share that but it's harder to share it when you don't know. And so Bears is a good example. So I just messaged him and he's only been barbering. I think he's telling his story for like six months. And I was just like, hey man, I wouldn't have known. You're doing well. And one piece of advice I met, I saw him at Barbercraft. I went up to him, shook his hand. I was like, hey man, it's nice to meet you. And it changed the whole perspective. Like, he's like, wow. And I, and I met up with him that night and I go to him, don't change who you are. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, you cut mullets. Project that. Mm. I'm not taking credit for what he does, but I am giving him confidence. Like, what you're doing yeah. is showing people who you are. Yeah. Whether they like it or not, it yeah. doesn't matter. The people that like it, that's, that's, your, that's your clientele. Mm. Like, same for you. It's like the people that want their customer service, yeah. that's your clientele, that's your people, that's your audience. And circling back to what type of barber you are, I said it to these mask kids yeah. that I'm working with, and some have been in the industry for seven years. And he's like, oh man, I don't want a skin fade. And I was like, okay, I'm looking at your Instagram. It doesn't tell me about what type of barber you are. I go, what kind of haircuts you like? Oh, I like long hair. Soon as you started posting long hair, clients with long hair see it when it comes from. Yeah. You know? It makes sense, it was, doesn't it? It was mine. I was like, we use this tool as reference to where we want to go. And sometimes if some place is cooking a good eggs Benedict and I see the photo, I'm going there. Yeah. If a person who is doing, like if I like the pompadours, like is doing a good pompadour, I'm going to go see that guy to come here. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. And that's the same for you. It's people nowadays value customer service over the product of the haircut. You give a really good haircut, but then you have awesome customer service. So I think it's a no-brainer, but it's not my journey. <laughs> I had to learn that a lot because I used to take over our conversations when we were talking about mental health. I was like, Phyllis, we can do this, 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 this. I was like, oh, shit. I'd better slow down. This is for listening. No, but I loved it. Like, I think, do you know what? You said it earlier on about how, you know, you can feel so alone in a journey, right? And when you're not working with other people, and that's, it's actually something that I've been reflecting back on, Via, is like, although I had obviously yourself, Julian and that lot doing that week with me and everything, 
I didn't know, well, how do I get like a really good website? How do I you know, advertise myself? There was so much of promoting that I didn't know how to do and I felt so alone in. And I could only do the bits that I do best, which is to approach people in person. You know, that's what is my speciality is it's approaching people in person or doing mm. voice notes, right? Yeah, for sure. it, Let's say the admin stuff, I'm hopeless. Don't get me wrong, I can do it. But to create a website, I'm not a web developer, right? What's the point of me trying to make this amazing, spectacular website? I come up with so many ideas. So I come up with one idea and then another idea. And I think within the 1,000 barbers in the mental health space, I said it to Sheridan, who owns the barbershop over in Australia that I'm working with to get back to Australia. I said, I want to speak in the industry about mental health. But how I project that is I don't know the how bit or I don't have this specific direction as such. So yeah, I guess I'm going to tell you my honest, I still see it as an important aspect. I see it that it can still continue. And I'm only saying this now because what I've experienced with mass, mm. like I've been wanting to put out online tutorial for two years, but I suck it filming, I suck at this, yeah. I suck at this. Then, like I said, it's just a perfect storm that I've met these guys, that they have yeah. given me this platform to do what I do. And for me, it's just having that. And then I kind of looked at, and when we keep talking, I kind of looked at the things you're saying about 1,000 barbers. I look back at it and I go, I wish that I would have more of a part in it because it was just you and adding us in yeah i didn't know how to execute it yeah I had yeah. no idea how to execute it yeah if, if you were to do it again like i would want to be part of it and want to be part of the direction and executing it because i understand now having many heads at the table is going to help because everybody has a different skill set for example doing this work with bears and paletti i'm building our structure and how are we going to teach mm. bears is going to we're going to sell tickets through his website and he's going to hype it up and he's going to do the marketing and stuff for it. And Paletti is going to be talking and we'll get Paletti. all the places. Yeah. I so really want to meet him in person. I never have, but I've briefly chatted to him online, you know, but such a gorgeous soul. The, so he, And he's going to make our connections with people and like going to book our places for us. And so if I was doing it on my own here, which I was, I already had... 80% of the places booked anyway. But then I knew for me, I can execute it, but I didn't want to execute it on my own. Yeah. Like I just think it would just drain me. Yeah. I wanted to share it and I saw people that had different strengths and I approached them and they were like, yep, yeah, we want to join. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned is doing something like that because we become really guarded of our ideas sometimes. Mm. and. And it's like, this is my idea. And like, that's great. But if it becomes, okay, this is my idea. What do you guys think? And it becomes our idea, our direction. And again, what circling back, it's just more impactful, more powerful. I feel really supported with those two. Yeah. I feel really supported with Mars. Yeah. I always feel supported through my wife too, which yeah. is like the big cornerstone for me is, yeah. is that. Yeah, and, and I think when you have that support and that freedom, like your ability to create 
just flows. I would never in a hundred years feel or think that I'll be talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes out now. It's just who I am. It's just what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And that's the best thing about being a human is being who you're supposed to be, right? Yeah. And speaking the language that you want to speak. You know, it's so important to be able to verbalize that. And if yeah. you can't, you're just not being who you are. You know, yeah. you're being false, aren't you? Like, I mean, so out of all of that, obviously from, you know, you cutting hair on the doorstep to then having $1,800 to set up your own shop to then Barker's to, to now, you know, obviously education has been this big thing for you ever since Word Go, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe to begin with, you didn't even quite realise it. It was just like the fact that people approached you, was like, oh, Via, can you show me how to do it? And you was like, yeah, sure. But that was a starting point for you, which then sort of evolved into what you've, you know, obtained now and found your thing isn't it right but obviously you've been chatting about all these different types of little lessons that you've learned along the way but is there one specific thing that's been really powerful for you throughout the whole entire journey from back then when you was 26 to to hiding that you was doing the the barbering qualification to now is there any one specific thing that's really stuck out to you would you say or or not so much One big thing I think is as cliche as it would be is the the support and someone believing in you. Mm. Even when it's not yourself at certain times, it's having that person that believes and supports and who you can be, you know. I think that's what gives me confidence. That's what makes me proud of what I do because I have someone that believes in me and what I do. I believe in what I do, but I have someone that I trust that believes in what I do. And that's just, I think that has been my biggest kind of like lesson. And I I can't put it any other way because if I didn't have it, it could be a different lesson. But that's my biggest thing is not to say it wouldn't happen, but it's happened with her. Of course. And having that someone to believe in what you do is big. And and I want to be that for a lot of people in the industry, for people that go, hey, look, I can't do it. And I was like, okay, well, like, let's talk about this. Like, mm-hmm. What can we do? I want to be that person that my wife is for me, for people that don't have that person. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Oh, God, I wish I could hug you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you really did to me because like I've seen your struggles firsthand and you know I've kind of learned to not to be full on with you sometimes (laughs) because I want you to have your journey I don't want you to have what I see you can do yeah I definitely have ignored an awful lot I have I've ignored I guess because the cliche thing, the potential, my potential self, I know my potential and I have, you know, this voice and this character about me that's so strong and so, oh God, I sound so big headed, but attractive. Yeah. Without being big headed, Via, but I I know know what you're saying. I know know people gravitate towards me because 
I'm just generally a freaking nice person. I like being kind to people. I hate people being nasty. I love being bright and vibrant. And so I know that that could take me far. But then when I have tried, I have been that person and been in the industry, I've just got beaten down you know, like quieting down or somebody switched my light off because I've been too much for them or they're worried that I'm going to take on their role or something like that. And so then I've kind of just gone, oh, well, I, I can't be that shining bright light that I am because people don't want me to be that. Yeah. 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 We talked about that and it's very hard because a lot of people have had similar experiences like you. Unfortunately, like it still happens today in our industry. I want to wipe it out. Stop this. I think that's another thing. You're talking about customer service. I think I want to talk about as well how we treat each other in the industry. I think, yeah, what you're saying is it resonates with me because it's happened to me. Mm. But I also say that that's the core of how you have started your customer service is how you want to treat others and how you you feel like how you should be treated because you treat people with the respect and the love and the care that you do right and for me is that i like to see more of that portrayed Mm. whether it's for you from you or from someone else like i I would love to see that portrayed social media i have a good friend different industry and but she's a football coach yeah and so she talks about all the injustices of being a female athlete wow and she she voices that and for me it's kind of nice because it kind of rattled me a little bit and that's because of how i've been how we've been tuned in what's our frequency right yeah and the more I listen to her, the more I see what she does in post, the more I go, okay, there is a problem. Because I was like, oh, there's no problem. This female's playing sport now. It's like, no, I get it. Yeah. And I think for me, seeing, hearing, we talk about it all the time, but hearing you say it now, it's like, man, I would love to hear that on a daily note mm-hmm. about our industry, about your experience, about the, the inequality, about the nastiness, you know. But then I also like to hear about the brightness of it. Yeah, like, completely. Because there is so much brightness in the industry. Yeah, but, but like you can't shy away from troubles, right? You have those experiences, and I feel this just fits in your lane with what you're everything you're doing anyway. Mm. I don't think it's like swaying certain way. I just think you're just directing that energy on how you're you're invoking your opinion in a sense. Feels like. I think it's needed. I think it's, it doesn't get voiced enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think my concern is, is I don't want to come over that I'm one of the bitches cause I'm bitching about the bitches. Does that make sense? I think there's certain ways to be expressing your experiences. And I think questionnaires are always a big thing. Like, has this happened to anybody? Because that really draws me in and kind of includes, okay, it hasn't. I'm going to listen. This is like, man, I just had this bad experience, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay. And I've learned that from my friend that's a female. She was talking about, it's like, yeah, when you start just kind of blasting, people switch Mm. off. Mm. But when you start questioning certain things, oh, do you think what they're doing is right? Mm. Then you bring your opinion. 
yeah, yeah. Whether people agree with it or not, it's like people have the opportunity to engage. Yes. Versus because of a society, we get defensive. Yeah. And yeah. like same as our industry, like people don't want to admit it, how bad our industry is at certain times and nasty. Yeah. But we can talk about it face to face and behind everybody's back, but we can't voice it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. And like, this has been driving round around my head for three years, Via, as you know, like ever since we met, ever since we met, because I, I walked out of that salon, the last salon I walked in and I was just done, done with it. And that's why I was just like, I'm done. I'm just being a barber. I just want to be in a man's environment. Yeah. I think, the biggest thing is to share those experiences so people can relate and you might get people asking for advice. Of course. You might get people saying, yes, that's happened to me. Yeah. Um, it obviously and, happens, well, it does happen in the barber world as well, you know, but I've yeah. certainly not witnessed it quarter of as bad as what I did in the hair salon, you know, in the hairdressing side. Like what happened to you? Kind of questioning it out to people, putting it out there if like people share the same experience or if it's completely different. Like one of the things that we're talking about is like my intention now was used to be money. My intention at a certain point was to be known and recognized. My my intention and another point of my career was to do certain type of haircuts. Mm-hmm. And like my intention now is education, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And also my intention that I want to be bringing is a lot more awareness in terms of who we are as an industry or what we can do as an industry. Yeah. Like, and I think if... I like that. Yeah. And I what think we, if you... What can we do as an industry? You're right. Because there's people against people in the industry competing. And yet I'm just like... We're all on the same boat. Come on, guys. Yeah. And I think just kind of going off what we've just been talking, I think if you become intentional of what you want out of the industry and we're talking about curating certain pictures that show your customer service, talking about your experiences of customer service, of how being treated and putting it out there. I think if you're intentional about that, like Mm. I, it has happened to me. I'm not guaranteed it will happen to you, but I can always say that to people, you know, like it just happens different ways yeah, to people. Completely. But if you're intentional of what you want to be projecting and what you like and mm. want to talk about and show, I have seen results from other people that they, it's not that they get what they want, they get into opportunities or they create yes. opportunities. Yes. And, and that's what's happened. Yes. I'm a creative director for a Canadian company now. Yeah. And it wasn't my intention, but I was intentional of creating an opportunity for myself. Yeah. I created a job with Barkers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now three people do what I do yeah. at Barkers. Yeah. And if you can do that, you can create your own opportunities. If you don't become intentional in what you're doing, you don't have opportunities that you don't want. Yeah, definitely. I think you're, you're definitely hitting things on the head, right? Yeah. But I go, okay, I'm going to put my all into it and i want to be myself and i'm not prepared to go ahead for the next five years being put in a box anymore 
I like that. I'm just not prepared for that. And so these next five years, I'm going to freaking give it my all. And I'm going to step into zones that will take me out of my comfort zone. And I think that's the thing is I've totally not generated what I wanted to generate because I actually was allowing myself to be bullied. Does that make sense? I'm a very different person to who I was 10 years ago in the industry. Yeah. Very different person. You know, I've become strong in my voice and I'm starting to really find my voice even more. Perfect. I'm not going to just be ahead. I don't want to, down people that are hairdressers on the floor for the rest of their life but I don't want to be that hairdresser that's not me I don't want to be that barber that literally just gets to 75 year old and still doing haircuts for 10 pounds I don't want to be doing that that's not my future here mm-hmm. so it's deciding on how I want my future to be within the industry nice. I just I, I know like customer service is such a big focus for me I just know it and how we're treated in the industry and also about like our health and our well-being. You know what I was saying to you before, I don't know whether you remember me, you know, going like what services can we bring to the people that are in the industry? What well-being services can we bring to the industry to help us maintain that well-being to serve our clients? It would just yeah. have such a big impact. You know, if, if we're looking after our staff, then they're, energy is going to be so productive and focused and positive i like it i like it i like it like it's just i don't know how to execute it (laughs) i think you do i think you you don't realize that to start you don't need many resources you have a good platform on instagram i think People are not aware of what you're passionate about. Yeah. That's the same with how we start to find ourselves or what kind of direction it's just like, okay, what do I have to utilize? I got Instagram, I got Canva. Why don't I just do these bullet points and like a customer service highlights from Fliss, blah, blah, blah. Do you have this problem? Let's talk like yeah, yeah, yeah. stories like that. Because yeah. that just ties in together in, in terms of everything you do. Mm. I feel like your emotion would be because of how passionate, even just how you sound now about it, like would just be so much smoother in terms of how you want to convey yourself. Like, because you're a very emotional person, which is beautiful. And like I said, there's going to be bright parts to customer service, like how much you love about doing, but then there's going to be sad parts. And I think that should be shown. I feel that is like what you're conveying now on a personal level, but you can convey in a professional level as well. Yeah, of course, of course. The more content, not necessarily for people to see, but for yourself building, makes you more conscious of how you want to structure and how you're teaching. Mm -hmm. And the more I talk about education to people, the more I refine what I'm doing. Yeah. If you're not voicing it, if you're not producing it, you can't refine it and tweak it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good advice there. Sure. I'm excited to see your journey. Well, I'm excited to see your journey anyway, but um, I think like putting your energies where you want to be putting your energy is important. Really is Uh, important. Yeah. Thank you so much, my love. It's so good chatting to you. I'll see you very soon. All right.
Wowza, I am so over the moon with these last three episodes with my friend Via Fanua. He's honestly just an absolute dime within this industry. So I really hope you found our entire conversation. If you listen to these episodes back to back or if you did tune into them one after another, however way you're listening to it, just know that there's always going to be one every Wednesday for a wholeness podcast. Next week's episode, what's going to happen in next week's episode? Next week's episode, you'll be hearing my friend Mel and myself talking all things yoga and the journey we've had within the yoga industry and how we stumbled into yoga into how we experienced our yoga teacher training and then coming out into the big wide world to become a new yoga teacher definitely look out for that one and in the meantime if you find this podcast helpful enjoyable insightful or catchy please do share this with fellow hair professionals your barber or hairdresser friends family and on your socials if you wish to you can follow me on social media platforms such as instagram facebook if you're looking up the yoga barber and i'll be sure to catch you soon enjoy the rest of your week and over and out join me every wednesday for a wholeness podcast i'll catch you real soon peace love and light